Welcome back to Bible study, to Paul's letter to the Philippian church, pressing on, as it were. Uh, we haven't uh, uh, attained it yet, have we, John? Yeah, John Campbell and Derek Walker. Nice. It's good to be with you. I said that we'd be in um, chapter four this week, the end of last week, and we will, but we're going to start reading, and I'm going to read from uh, Philippians 3, verse 20, and we'll read down to um, chapter 4, verse 9. Welcome, welcome. For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body, that it may be conformed to his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. Therefore, my beloved and longed-for brethren, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, beloved. I implore Eodia and I implore um, Syntyche to be of the same mind in the Lord. And I urge you also, true companion, help these women who labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus, through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, Whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do. And the God of peace will be with you. Mm. Thank you, Derek. Lord, we thank you for your precious word. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That you're the author of the word of God and you're the illuminator of the word of God. And I thank you, Lord, that as we seek you now in, through your word, that you reveal yourself to our hearts and that, Lord, you, you cause us to be changed even as, even as we look into your word, into the mirror, that we will see the spiritual realities and connect with those realities. Thank you for helping us, Holy Spirit. Make your word come alive. In Jesus' name, mm. amen. 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 It's good. Don't fall asleep. <laughs> it's been a long day. And uh, we, we, we want to tidy up, don't we, the end of chapter 3. And we, we sort of touched on it a little. We talked about the citizenship, the earth citizens and the heaven citizens, what, yes. what, what, um, 
I'm thinking, it makes me think of Please. Ephesians 2, is it, where it yeah. says, bow your knee to the, to the Father yeah. of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family on yeah. heaven and earth is named. Wonderful. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, really amazing. That defines our citizenship. The word yeah. was God. Yeah. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. Yeah. In him was life. Life is the light of men. Wonderful. Praise we, the Lord. We live on this earth, and, uh, we're a, but we're a colony of heaven. Yeah. We're, we're, our citizenship is in heaven, mm. and our, but our, we are strangers and pilgrims yeah. in this world. So our, you know, our hearts are always th on heaven mm. and our ultimate destiny. And, and that psalm that says, this one was born in Zion, I think it's Psalm 86, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, our, and we're registered in heaven, Hebrews yeah. 12, 23, yeah. kind of. We're registered in heaven, praise God. We, we're, that's where our loyalty is, primarily. Mm -hmm. And one day, praise God, we eagerly wait, which is a very strong word, that we, we look away from everything else, and we eagerly look to this awesome t time that's mm -hmm. going to happen, where we, we, as it were, Jesus is, 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 is going to come. Mm -hmm. And uh, he is going to save us. He's our savior. Now, he's already saved us, obviously, through the cross. But the completion of our salvation is the transformation of our body. Mm -hmm. Because right now, we have been saved. We are being saved in our soul. Mm -hmm. But there still is a future salvation mm -hmm because we've still got this sin nature in our flesh, but in that day, uh, praise God, even our bodies are going to be totally saved, okay, all John. sin removed. Okay, John, can you read, indulge me, Psalm 87? It's, it's a lovely one. It's, it basically summarizes. This is scripture Talk amongst yourselves while I find it. Psalm 87. <laughs> 87. I, I, said, I was wrongly said 86, but that's, Oops. that's me. It's just, it's just lovely just talking about where our identity is and actually where our life comes from. And it's much of what we've been saying in uh, Philippians. So, Psalm 87. Hope it comes out okay. My version, it just absolutely shouts. Hold on, I've got two pages stuck okay. together. That's it. Oh, it's only a yeah. short one, isn't yeah, it? Do. Yes, his foundation is in the holy mountains. The Lord loves the gates of Zion more than all the dwellings of Jacob. Glorious things are spoken of, O city of God. I will make mention of Rahab and Babylon to those who know me. Behold, O Philist Philistia and Tyre and Ethiopia, this one was born there. And of Zion it will be said, this one and that one were born in her. And the Most High himself shall establish her. The Lord will record when he registers the peoples the one was, that this one was born there. As they make music, they will sing. Oh yes, both the singers and the players on instruments say, all my springs are in you. It's that's good, that's good. Yes, I, I, love, I love it. Mine just says, this one was born in Zion. This one and that one were born in her. And the Most High himself will establish her. It's, it's, it's just, it's like the, the statement, the stamp. Of, of God's hand going to on our identity. Has registered us. In one say, he stamped our passport yeah. as citizens of heaven. Sorry, you were going to interrupt and we didn't let you. No, <laughs> Derek. Yeah, and, and the other verse on that, I suppose, is, mm. is, is worth looking at, yes, which is Hebrews do. 12. Yeah, please do. It, it says, um, verse 22-ish. Yeah. 
It says, but you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, yeah. to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, so we belong in heaven, mm. who are registered in heaven. Yes. So even though you know, we're here on earth, we are registered in heaven. We're, we're born again mm. through the new covenant. Um, and he says, to the Spirit, to God the just judge of all, and the spirits of just men made perfect, I believe that's the Old Testament saints, mm. to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, yeah. and to his blood. Yeah. Okay. So praise God, through the blood of the new covenant, Mm. We're born again, we're registered in heaven. Yeah. Heaven is our home. Yeah. And um, in verse, uh, Philippians 1.27, he uses a similar word when he says, only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel of Christ. That word conduct mm. is, is, is again the word where we get politics from or citizenship. Yeah. Yeah. He basically is saying, conduct yourselves as citizens mm -hmm. of heaven mm. or citizens of heaven. So on earth, conduct yourselves as citizens of heaven, worthy of the gospel of Christ. Yeah. I, I, I recall also when the Lord was, was saying about those who, who, um, who, who he, when he said, depart from me, I, didn't, I never knew you. So, he, you know, in other words, you know, you're not actually living as citizens of heaven. You're, you're not looking after the, the, the poor, the needy orphans and, and the like or the least of these, my brethren, depart from me. I don't know who you are. That's pretty fierce. Well, it is. what we that, were talking about last week. But that they would suggest they weren't born again. Yes, thank you. I, I never knew you. <laughs> yes. That's right. I, they Although were. they were yeah. in the yeah. church world, yeah. they weren't they were, they were, um, born uh, again. Sort of attached. They were among his listeners. But, but yeah. As it, yeah, listening doesn't mean that you're changed from within. Yeah. You're hearing the truth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, good. So, um, and then he, he says, yeah, we eagerly await, and then he, he has this powerful, you know, conforming. This is our ultimate salvation. The, yeah. Because as we've been saying before, the body is important. Mm. Um, and right now, you know, there, there is this sinful flesh that does try to hinder us in our mm. spiritual progress, and we talked about that. Yeah. But one day, praise God, we're going to receive... Uh, the salvation of our body. Yeah. He's our saviour is coming to even save our body and make our body glorious. And it transforms our lowly body. Our yeah. lowly. So that's the body of our humiliation. Yes. Because of the fall of man, of course, that our body is humbled. It's, first of all, it's, it's fallen. It's got a sin nature in it. And of course, that makes it subject to death and weakness mm. and mm. so on. And we've all, well, as we live longer, we... Uh, learn that to a, outwardly to a we are degree. wasting away <laughs> outwardly we are wasting away but it's not always going to be like that yeah. praise god We're, we've got a wonderful yeah. salvation mm. which is and then it says he will transform and actually that word transform emphasizes the outward change mm. and, and so our body will be changed yeah in its outward appearance yeah. uh to um a, a glorious, strong... Is that the same word as the metamorphose well, that you have in um, John uh, uh, no. Romans 12? No, no it's not. It's, okay, it's well, I'm glad I asked. That word <laughs> is actually focused on the outward, but yeah. the next one yeah. is similar, where it says that it may be conformed to That's his right. glorious body. That, is, that involves the morph. 
Okay, which yeah, speaks right. of the inward essence yeah. and the inward nature. So he is saying it will be outwardly mm. transformed, yeah. but it will also be in its very essence. Yeah. It will be just like the glorious body that Jesus has. Yeah. I mean, cool. wow. Just like Jesus's glorious body. That's lit John up. In its, in its, yeah, <laughs> That's it's woken awesome. John up. <laughs> we will have that same yeah. kind of body Absolutely. in its very essence. Yeah. Uh, Praise God. He's the blueprint and we, we will, he's the first fruit. Ama so amazing. we receive the same kind of body as him yeah. and it's a glorious body. Yeah. Because yeah. before Adam fell, I believe he had a, a kind of covering of glory. That's why mm. they yeah. were naked be because they did have a covering, a, mm. a light kind of glorious covering. Mm. Of course, when they fell, they lost that covering and that's why clothes yeah. became necessary. Yeah. That's how I understand it. That's right. But because it, they, it was to yeah. cover the shame. And yeah. we were talking, was it last week, about people glorying in their shame, but, yes. and, you know, another subject, yeah. but they're covering their shame. We're going to receive, you know, it says we'll shine like stars. Mm. We, we will radiate the glory of God and mm. we'll be covered. It will be a glorious body, yeah. which also kind of means that our present body cannot handle the glory of God. No. That's you know, right. there's a limit to how mm. much of God's presence and glory mm. this body could, could even stand. Mm. And, and others. I mean, one thinks of Moses coming exactly. down from the mountain where he had to cover his face because they exactly. couldn't look upon him. Exactly. Right. Yes. It's and, and, yeah. yeah. Extraordinary. And the beauty of the future body is it's a glorious body. It is perfectly adapted to the glory of God that the, the glory will be able to shine through us and mm. our body... Our future body will handle that and yes, it will yeah. be perfectly designed to express that glory. Amazing thoughts. Right. There'll Amazing. be no, no limit really. It's very visual. You, you it can is. Imagine, imagine it visually, but we're talking spiritually as well. In one sense, we can't take it even spiritually even now. You know, th those who are hyper-spiritual might be able to, but yeah, it's, yeah. you know, the glory of God is quite something to, yes. for us to actually... We won't have any blood. Mm. Although Jesus talked about flesh and but no blood, no blood, no. life is in the blood in this body. Yeah. I like what Roger Price said once that yeah. um, actually instead of the blood, physical blood, we'll have the glory of God yeah. circulating. No, that sounds like know, Roger Price. In, in our, yeah. you know, that sounds like him. That, that, that's, that's a very interesting thought. And, and that will get me thinking for a other, while, that one. Yeah. Mm. The other encouraging thing is according to the working, the working of his power, by which he's able to subdue all things to himself. And the, the word subdue is it's kind of like a military word that, you know, it's like it's bringing everything into its right yeah. place under yeah. the authority of yeah. God. Yeah. God has the, like a strong general might have yeah. the ability to subdue his army right. and bring all the different elements into their right position. It's quite a, it's God quite has a powerful the power. thought. Yeah. So even our body, which is like, with the sin and everything. God's power is able to subdue all things so that even our flesh will There's, um, be that, subdued that, under the authority yeah, of God. At the end of, or the beginning of, of Romans 11, it, it says, verse 3, by faith we understand the universe was formed at God's command. In other words, um, he's holding, I, I think in your version it will say it even better than that. So just see if we can just grab Sorry, that. We, um, Hebrews, um, Hebrews 11, um, verse, verse 3. It, it follows on from what you said, that's why. Yeah, here it says the worlds. Okay, but, so uh, say it they again. Were, the worlds Read were it. framed by yeah. the word of God. Yeah. 
Okay, so well, well, um, in other words, that there is this, this power of the word of God that is framing, sustaining, mm. holding everything yeah. together. But of course, the whole creation is groaning, waiting for the sons of God to be revealed. But um, it, it, there is a, a connection, I think, to, to that this, the word of God through whom all things were made. And then this idea that he, he is um, subduing everything under this yes. control, this command. And he will, order. he will subdue all things. Yeah. He's able to subdue all things. But That's, what matters to us most is our own flesh, which we yeah. know is not, does not please God in yeah. itself yeah. And, and is against God, actually. Yeah. But he, in that day, he will even subdue our flesh and transform it to yeah. flesh that, that actually totally mm. flows with God, you yeah. might say, which, which is awesome. But he's also going to subdue this creation and... He's going to subdue all things. It's quite a thought because, as, as I say, it's, it's, it's gone pretty pear-shaped, hasn't it, with sin and the influence of sin on, on all flesh, as it were. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, weeds, you know, and things that aren't quite right, diseases, you know, that's all going to be... Mm. Everything. Everything changes. He comes back and rules with a rod of iron. Yes. Mm. He'll he will certainly enforce submission. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. And he'll restore this earth to what it was like yes. at Eden yes. and so on. So we think when things are hopeless, well, actually, God is always a majority. Even if everyone's against him, he'll, mm. yeah. he'll, he'll have his way. You know? yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it is extremely difficult to comprehend. I mean, well, you know, with our limited... I mean, we're not using all the capacity of the brain that the Lord's uh, created us with, but to, to comprehend... Um, God, who spoke the word, spoke into being the whole created universe, who can hold the whole, everything, every atom and every little, you know, dot of, of the universe and subdue it. That's quite difficult. Well, it is for me anyway. I don't know about you, you know, Oxford mathematician, but I, it, it, for me, that's conceptually, yeah. it's, it's beyond us. Therefore, we should be massively humbled. Yes. You know, God is, you know, you're on earth, God's in heaven, therefore let your words be few. You know, we have to fill out the Bible study, you know, with words, but actually we do well sometimes just to pause for five minutes on Bible study and reflect with the power of God. And, and yet, as it has in Isaiah 40, you know, the nations are like a drop in the bucket. He brings the rulers to naught, and, and yet he cares us he will hold a lamb tenderly so the same god of almighty power um has numbered the hairs on our head and a sparrow doesn't fall to the ground without him knowing about it that's an amazing con combination of the the character and love and the, all of these various attributes of god and Praise such is his power he only has to speak the word again yeah and our bodies will be changed in yeah. a moment in the twinkling yeah. of an eye yeah. you know and um, I it's because he redeemed us mm. you know when he redeemed us and then in revelation one the risen christ says i have the keys of death and hell mm. which means he has authority over death and hades mm. and uh, he's already turned the key as far as when we're born again our spirit was because hades claims the soul of man and death claims his body and we're under, we were under the power of death and Hades. Mm -hmm. When we were received Christ, we're born again, he turned the key 
and praise God, we're born and the gates of Hades will not prevail over us. Yeah. If we die, we go to heaven. Hades has lost its control. Mm -hmm. And one day he will turn the key of death as well. Yeah. And the, the power of death will be totally destroyed over us. Yeah. And we will receive these resurrected mm -hmm. immortal bodies. Mm -hmm. Praise God. And he's got the authority. It's, it is amazing where it says he throws key. death. A, you know, it's almost like an entity death. Mm. He throws death and Hades into so the their lake, lake of fire. Yeah. The terrible twins. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Have, have we actually reached chapter four? Yes, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> oh, good. Well, I can safely say then, welcome to, um, you know, <laughs> Bible study and, you know, uh, Paul's letter to the Philippians, chapter four, verse one. And it's another therefore. So all of that that we've said before is relevant. Yes. Um, and he's, he goes personal again, doesn't he, John? He does. Yeah. He, go, he, he goes personal. And um, again, we see his heart towards this, mm. the, the Philippian church. Yeah. Therefore, my beloved and longed for brethren. That's the yearning heart. My joy and crown, he calls them. Powerful. It's, it it yeah. is, isn't it? I mean, some people might think that's mm. sentimental old tosh, yeah. <laughs> but it's not. It, it's my joy and crown. Mm. So, I, I, I don't know because I'm not, I, I'm not very good at l linking up with the book of Acts, the history. How yeah. many other churches, Derek, are in, in existence at this time? Well, we oh, I like I like it when you put him on the spot. Yeah. No, you got me yes. there. We <laughs> don't really. Not, I mean, in the Book of Acts, we only have a little portion of what's going on. It's yeah, like of course, a yeah. So yeah. there were loads of other churches. Yes. We've got no idea how many. No. Uh, the ones that are specifically mentioned, I guess, I I, I would guess yeah. ten or fifteen, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But there were other churches as well. I'm sure. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But this one has his heart. There's no doubt yeah. about oh, it. Yeah. We yeah. see. No, they were unique. Yes. Yeah. They're unique. And as you said, he spent a lot of time with them. Yeah. So he, he has this lead-in, declaring his love for them, his joy in Christ. So stand fast in the Lord. This encouragement again. It, this is just saying the same thing another way, isn't it? We press on to the goal. Stand fast in the Lord. It's constant repetition to make the point. And, and we have to just stand fast in the Lord. And what does that mean? Uh, you know, it's so easy to say these things. It's so easy for pastors to say, just stand fast yeah. in the Lord. What does it mean? Mm. Well, it means Proverbs 3, is it? Or Proverbs 4, trust in the Lord with all your heart mm. and lean not on your own understanding. That's very important. Mm. Lean not on your own understanding, mm. but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. And that, you just got to throw your life in his hands. He is your life. Mm. And he's going to make sure it goes the way he's decided. It, there's mm. nothing to fear. The problem is that so many of us are in the wrong place to start with. Yeah. And so at the point that we do this, and some correction needs to go on, you know, yeah. to get to the right start line yeah. so mm. you can begin to run the race. Yeah, yeah wonderful. So strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, so where, where he says, um, you are my joy and crown, it's reminiscent of when he said, I'm sending Timothy to you so that I uh, may be cheered when I receive news. So I may be joyful yes, yes. to hear news of, of, of you. Yes, yes. So he's almost saying to them now, you know, let's, mm. you know, Timothy is coming to you. You are my joy and crown. Yes. Give me a bit more joy. 
Yes, and um, and he's all, it's and a, firm. And they're also one of the crowns he's going to get on on, yeah. on prize giving day. Yes, yes, and then that's, that's good. very similar to one Thessalonians two nineteen. Yes, in that regard, where he's actually saying to the Thessalonians, "For what is our hope, or joy, or crown of rejoicing? Mm. Yeah. Is it not even you in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at His coming? For you are our glory and joy." Mm. So. Uh, you know, generalizing that, you know, they, they are the crown, the, re the yeah. reward of yeah. his ministry, but it applies to all of us. You yeah. know, whatever you invest yeah. your life in different people That's right. and, and endeavor to help them spiritually especially and, or wi and witness to them, mm. you, you've made a contribution. It's not all you, others yeah, will make exactly. contributions too, but those people, as they stand before the Lord, that they will be In part presence, I know. of your eternal reward because you, you exactly. will have played a, pl a part yeah. in that. So always be encouraged by that thought yeah, that whatever right. you give out, yeah. you know, they, they, God will use that and yeah. enhance that, that final I'm thing. often saying to you know parents you know in the homeschool network you know you you um, just keep focusing on the legacy. Yes. You know it's you know you've you've we've received a great treasure of our heritage. Um, we are sort of outposts now in a pagan um, culture, but just don't don't worry about that. Don't sell your inheritance. Um, you know as uh, Naboth was enticed to do by uh, Ahab and Jezebel. You know, hold on to it so that you are giving a heritage, you know, uh, an inheritance, as it were, passing it on to the next generation. And I, I think, as I've said before, um, the Lord in John 17 is saying, I'm leaving them behind. They're going to give the message. I'm praying for them who are being left behind, but also for those who they're going to reach, you know. And so this, this wonderful joy and crown is often something that we won't see in this life. I mean, Paul was greatly blessed by his efforts to see what was going on with the Philippian church. But, uh, and I think if you're leading a church, you do see a lot more. Uh, you know, you see fruit and you see lives changed and you see a wonderful joy and crown. But, you know, um, I think many of us may, you know, let's just do what's right and maybe we won't see the full legacy of what we're doing. But we will in also glory. In heaven, yes. We will see it in glory. And it reminds us. a wonderful us, blessing to us. Yes. But it's all about people in the end. You know, yeah. it's not about how many books you've written or... That's yeah, true. You know what I mean? It's all about people. In the end, it's all about people. Yeah. What is going to stand in eternity mm. are, are the people mm. that you have reached and the, the people you've invested in. And what you don't want That's is a whole load of casualties go. along the way. So you've <laughs> built this great, you know, career yes. in, in the church. And, you know, it's been like the greasy pole. Yes. And you've trampled on people all the way up so that you can get, you know, say something in synod, which is full of sin and very odd. Uh, you know, what is the point of that? What's the point of climbing the greasy pole yeah. and leaving a whole load of, of people who are injured along the way? You, you want to, yeah, you want to. Because everything's going to be burnt up. Yeah. What's going to remain? Yeah, are, it's, those, people? are those people and yeah. what you've invested they in. They will be lives. your joy and crown. Wonderful. Well, well, well. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we do have these these thoughts that hit us, and then we completely lose our train of thought for what's the <laughs> next thing to study. But we, um, 
unfortunately we have chapter and verse divisions and then he does go personal doesn't he i didn't pronounce it's you 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 odia or Odia. i had a thought which means prosperous journey yeah that's a good, that's interesting names do have meaning yeah names have meaning these two ladies in verse two they're they're obviously struggling a bit something's going wrong yeah and uh, he's just encouraging them. They have the same mind. Yeah. Yes. Is that the mind of um, of Philippians two? Have the mind of Christ, or is it basically don't argue with each other? You know, actually be in agreements with each other. Both probably. Yes. Yeah. Both. Clearly, they're well, strong. That's the only way to really be fully in agreement is to have the mind of Christ. Yes. They're clearly strong ladies. Yeah. You know, you know yeah. which isn't wrong in itself. No. And they were clearly very useful in the ministry with Paul. So yeah. they 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 are, you know strong ladies in the Lord and um, but yet this can be dangerous because if you have two prominent people in the church mm. this this is how a church split can happen because mm. eventually you know half the church sides with one side and half the church sides with the other and before you know it you've yeah. got a real crack yeah. in the church unity mm. and so he he appeals to them both he holds yeah. them both responsible Good. and um, but in, I, a, nice I think way, he's in a nice way he's not really all, rebuking them is he no, he's no. he's beseeching them, yes, which yeah. is more humble, isn't yeah. it? It's uh, he could have commanded them, but he's yeah. he's pleading with them, yeah. and and having talked about the mind of Christ, I think he is saying, look, if you have the right spiritual mind, you know, it's not about who's right and who's wrong so much, mm. but your the mind is we want to be close to Christ, and if you're in strife fighting with this other person. You, you've lost your, your focus on Christ. Yeah. Your, you know, so because of that, do whatever it takes to harmonize yourselves. Yeah. With, you, know, you won't see everything the same way, but at least do your best to, to, to think the same way, to mm. harmonize your thoughts. Mm. To, you, know, you might think we ought to do this, and she thinks we ought to do this. Well, is there a way we can bring those two things yeah. together? Yeah. You know? And fellowship is a sharing in common, koinonia. It's actually put the Lord in the center, yes. share him in common. Mm. We're very different personalities, but then we can be in unity in him. Mm. Yes, in him. Because you were about to say something, John. No, I wasn't. No, no, no. nearly. No. no. Okay. What happens when you get into strife? It all gets about me. I'm right. Yeah. You're wrong. Yeah. And yeah. it's more important that your heart is right, even, and, and and you know, even if it means you saying you know yield to the other one. And yeah. you might believe you're right, but yeah. uh, what's more important is that you're right with the Lord. Yeah. And you're not pushing your own agenda all and, the time. And that your names are in the book of life. Yeah. Always remember that song, let us give thanks that our names are written in the book of life. And, um, you know, he does, add, he, he does mention two or three names, but then he mentions other, all, and the rest of my fellow workers. You know, he, he's, but you're probably right that, that he had to deal with that of contention yes that can arise yes and, and and he's asked his true companion who we think is probably Epaphroditus. yes we we can't it prove seems that logical. It's, high, it's highly likely that yeah. as he takes his letter back and he'll know these women yeah um, to help them and i was going to sort out the problem and he uses the same word companion that he uses in um in chapter 2 225 yes. yeah. he calls Epaphroditus my brother, fellow worker mm. and fellow soldier. So, and, yo and it's literally yoke fellow, you see. So it's the person who is right. 
so my same companion word. in the ministry, yeah. who has to be Epaphroditus when I think about it, mm. because he's the one who's carrying the letter. Yeah, um, he will, and he he'll know these women, and um, yeah, he's just. It's, it's nicer, it's neater, that. isn't it? If it's Epaphroditus, so I've I've got in my margin my less than fallible, yeah, nearly infallible um, version, NIV that just uses the word, and as you, we've said before, it, uh, it puts it into a proper noun, syzygous. Yeah, I think that's... Uh, that, that's yeah. And that's who's he? Even, there is no, Evidence. nobody ever of that name yeah. has ever been yeah. known in the historical records, yeah. so it seems unlikely. You should, uh, do you remember that dear brother, I've forgotten his name now, and he wrote a book. He used to do our David, 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 David. So David Silver. No, he's, he's gone to be with the Lord, but he used to do our programs. David Winter, and he wrote a book. I meant David Winter. What's in a I name? David Winter, What's yes. in the name? Yes. And I'd be interested to know whether he had Sisygus in his book. Yeah. Dear David. Uh, I, loved, I loved him. Lovely such, lovely a, oh, such a lovely brother. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes, he's saying focus on what's really important, yeah. that your name is written in the yeah. Book of Light. Yeah. Whether you're right or she's right, you know, it doesn't really matter that much mm. in the end. In mm. fact, the harm you're doing by your strife is much more probably more important than the issue yeah. that you're dividing on, yeah. which wouldn't be a doctrinal. If it was, if one of them was in doctrinal error, Paul would have put that right. Yeah. yeah. But it was obviously a personal clash. Yeah, just exactly. And exactly. Um, just, yep. he says, what's important is the progress of the gospel. That yeah. we're all labour together in the gospel. Yeah. And and you're allowing the devil get in through yeah. your. And he's story. asking Epaphroditus. We've concluded. Yeah. He's asking him to help. Yeah. To help. By doing it publicly. He's giving Epaphroditus permission to That's get involved, good. so they wouldn't That's say, good. you know, what are you? Yeah, who so are you? logical. That's right. Exactly. Yes, so yeah. logical. It's rather good, but he does. Obviously, it, it it it's a sore, but it isn't major because he sort of, Paul sort of dismisses that because in chapter four moves on to what's important. In verse yeah, four moves on exactly. to what's important. And he says they're in the book of life. Yeah, they're so in the book I of life. Right now, rejoice in the Lord yeah. always. Yes. Again, I say rejoice. Yeah. I, that repetition is important. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, the, 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 sometimes it's the last thing we feel like doing, isn't it? Yeah. Rejoicing yeah, in the Lord. Right. But in my experience, if you plough through the flesh, you get through into the mm. spirit, and then it's the real thing comes upon you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just saying, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to do it because the Bible tells me to do it. No, I don't feel like mm. doing it. I've got a headache. I've got a busy schedule. Last thing in the world I feel like doing. Yeah. But do it. And, and you'll break through. Um, huge, some of those wonderful praise psalms, those that sort of hover around Psalm 100. You, know. yeah. you can't go wrong. Mm, that's right. And you just break through rejoice. using God's word as a hammer. Yeah. And then you're there and rejoice. And again and again. And, I say. and again, rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. And, and this is repeating throughout. Yes, Philippians exactly. Well, isn't it? Exactly. it is. Focus <coughs> on the Lord. You know, yeah. get, get your eyes on the Lord. Yeah. Rejoice in the Lord. Enjoy the Lord. Um, interestingly, in other parts where it's dotted in, it's specific to something, you know, that's, you know, rejoicing in whatever is the challenges that he's facing. But here it's just, just rejoice yes. in the Lord. Don't worry about anything else, as yeah. you said. And this is, this is a man in prison. Yes. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and they know when he says that, that he, he practices what he preached. Because yeah. in Acts 16, when the church was founded, he was locked up in jail mm -hmm. in Philippi. Yeah. And it wasn't a nice jail, it was 
a dungeon mm. and they were in chains mm. and Paul and Silas of course were praising God yeah. till midnight so yeah. <laughs> and there was an earthquake and yeah. you know what I mean so they they knew what it was to to rejoice even in the darkness of midnight exactly and it's and, and you know, it's that Satan would love to get us focused on the negative all the time. You know, either the negative of our own circumstances mm. or the negative of the world, mm. and that's real. Mm. Um, but actually, we need to primarily keep ourselves on the phone. Exactly. Like James said, when you fall into various trials, that's right. Don't kind of complain all about all the trials and yeah. all that. Yeah. Don't deny them. But basically, you need to re start yeah, rejoicing. Yeah, yeah. Get your eyes back on the Lord and how he's going to work through this situation mm. for good. And yeah. this always is yeah. good times and the bad. Throughout the whole day, always yes. rejoice. Yes. In every way, yes. at every t in every yeah. time. And it's rejoicing with a purpose, in a sense. I mean, it's not just rejoicing for its own sake. Mm. Although, it, it, there's nothing wrong with rejoicing yeah. for its own sake yeah. at all. I'm not suggesting that. But it can be quite exciting if you're in a fix. I mean, you should rejoice always, but if you're in a fix, like Paul and Silas were, you can rejoice in the sense that, let's rejoice because the Lord's going to do something, yeah. you know, and be quite excited, I wonder what he's going to do now. Yeah. And, and what he did, my goodness me, what he did. But they had absolute faith that he would do something, and, it, and, and they could just rejoice. Things really. happened with Gideon when they yeah. blew the trumpets. Yeah. Things happened at the, the walls of Jericho. Yeah when they, there was an element of rejoicing. It wasn't just yeah. blasting a noise. Yeah. There was a, a rejoicing element. Yes. Yeah. And the always means it's got to be a lifestyle, a mm. lifestyle of rejoicing. That, yeah. right. that should be the normal thing. Yeah, yeah. For Christians. Just explain rejoice. that more, uh, the lifestyle of rejoicing. Well, it's the, it's, yes, rejoice in yep. the Lord always. So it's not yeah. just something you do as an occasional thing mm -hmm. or, or just when you get into yep. trouble. It's part and um, parcel of your part of your life that we should be you know, making yeah. melody to the yeah. Lord and thanking yeah. the Lord and praising yeah. the Lord yeah. and, uh, you know, that it should be our, our, our default yeah. mode, if you like. Yeah, funnily you enough, I do, you, I do know, Pete, you, when you've lived long enough, you've heard you in a different mannerism. So I, I, I've known people who are always saying, oh, dear Lord, oh, Lord, you know, like this. And then you have other people who are always saying, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. And it's two, yeah. two different approaches. I and you're saying, the yeah, just praise the Lord, you know, yeah. in all circumstances, praise the Lord. Yeah, praise the um, Lord. Rather than, oh, oh, dear Lord, you know, what yeah. am I get to do here? It's complete opposites. And, it, and, and I have to say that that heart attitude, that praise the Lord with yeah. every situation, it yeah. works. Exactly. I mean, it works on a personal level in the sense it lifts your spirit, mm. it makes you feel better, mm. it stops you, it sort of puts the whole problem into perspective. Yeah. But also it's what scripture... It's not sarcastic is. either. No, it's, it's not, not, oh, praise and, the and Lord. And of course, <laughs> you, you, know. you might think, well, how can I do this? How can I rejoice always and pray, pray without ceasing and do yeah. this? Well, of course, it doesn't mean with every breath. But it, it, these, are, as Derek's right, this is lifestyle. This is... Yeah. These things, you, you, you're fluctuating, if you like, between rejoicing and praying, praying for whatever, and, and you're just going on. And there, is there a little bit of relevance to those two ladies, you know, in him saying this? That's a way of them getting out of the contentions. Yeah. And then yeah, he says, let your gentleness be evident to all. So he's, yeah. it seems to be still part of the continuum of yes, it does. sorting out your relationships yes. by rejoicing. This is the way out, yes. Rejoicing yes. In yes. The and Lord. Jesus said, don't rejoice that you you win the argument or anything like yeah. that. Rejoice that your names are written in yeah. heaven. Yeah. 
The main thing is really that we enter his presence with thanksgiving and we enter yeah. into his courts yeah. with praise. Yeah. So the rejoicing brings us into the presence yes. of God yeah. and that's why the joy of the Lord is your strength. So by rejoicing, yeah. you start getting the yeah. strength of God yeah. in you, yeah. you know, to function. Yeah. Whereas if you just kind of focus on your problems, yeah. there's no answer, there's no solution in that. That's it. So I'm also interpreting from this verse, you know, that you could, if you're in tension, you can um, sort of use spiritual language to, to actually continue the tension. You know, well, I'm rejoicing. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Um, but you, you know, those that you're in contention with, you, you, I'm afraid, in, and I've seen it even in prayers, you know, where people are using mm. prayers almost with one eye open. Yes, yes. You know, like a pharisaical. Yes. Yes. So yes. that's why maybe he's, he's just giving a little bit more of a, of a detail by saying, let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. And then, of course, if we're, if we're really um, conscious of the Lord's presence, then why would we behave stupidly? towards one another. And I love that word gentleness, um, you know, in how you treat other people. And probably these ladies, who were strong ladies, were probably yeah. getting into each other yeah. a bit critically and yeah. all that. And, and, and I think he's saying the Lord is at hand. Remember, the Lord's coming and you're going to give an account for how you've treated other people. That's it. Exactly. And exactly. Okay, so, you know, he's teeing us up now for one of the greats Yes, it's, it's one a, of the great towering. It's a it's um, a natural words. transition, isn't yes. it, from what's gone before, yes. to to go onto this. Be Maybe. anxious for nothing, but in yeah. everything by prayer and supplication with yeah. thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. So it's it's a mindset again, isn't it? it is. And it's it's also seeing things from a heavenly citizen's perspective yes. rather than an earthly. Carry on. Sorry. Well, it's also an instruction. Yeah. It's something we're required to obey. Uh, and I often say to people, they get a bit confused, um, that we are under grace, and, but, we're, but, but grace is not sort of out there somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Grace, the covenant of grace exists under the umbrella of the government of God. And, and, and you can't breach the government of God. You're going to run into problems. And, and these instructions to us are part of God's government. Mm -hmm. These are governmental instructions. This is how you deal with these situations. Mm -hmm. It doesn't alter our status, but these are the laws of the, laws of the land, if you mm -hmm. like. And mm -hmm. this is what you do. Yeah. You, you mustn't be anxious for nothing and cast all your cares upon God with mm. prayer and thanksgiving. Mm. All these bits are, are important. Yeah. Be anxious for nothing. So that's a state, that's a state of mind. Yeah. Um, and it's achieved by casting it upon the Lord, for he cares for mm. you. Yeah. Uh, but you don't stop there. Yeah. And the way that's done is by prayer, but and with thanksgiving. Mm. Thank the Lord for the situation. Now, you might think that's counterintuitive, but he doesn't say that. Thank me. Thank me that I'm going to, you know, you're faced with this situation. It's a yeah. test of your faith. And, and, and th thank you in those terms, you know. Yeah. This, thank you, Lord, that this is a test of my faith. I've got to cast it all upon you. Yeah. There's a test of my faith. And I'm just going to keep thanking you because I'm excited about what you're going to do about it. Excellent, excellent. So I'm, I'm just reminded of um, when, when the coronavirus thing really kicked in, um, a, a quote from C.S. Lewis started circulating where he uh, had written in, I think, 1947 or 48, how we should live in a nuclear age or an atomic age with the atom bomb. Yeah. And, he, and he said, 
don't exaggerate the novelty of the danger. In other words, um, you know, folks 2,000 years ago were facing dangers that they could yeah. be anxious about. Yes. And then C.S. Lewis said, well, of course, if you lived in the days of the Viking raiders, you know, your throat could be slit at any moment. And he even, and he even said, look, you could die from, don't worry about the nuclear age, you, and, and don't worry, he said, about the, the latest danger that's been found by scientists. He even said that. He said, why? You could even be killed by a microbe, he said. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, what, what I found interesting is that um, the, when it was being circulated, this quote, they used this scripture, don't be anxious about anything. Mm. Don't exaggerate the novelty of the danger. Yeah. Don't exaggerate the power of Satan. Yes. Don't exaggerate the contentions. Don't exaggerate, yes. you know, the, maybe this little niggle in the personality of, of one of your fellow workers. Don't exaggerate it, yeah. okay? God is in control, you know, rejoice uh, always. But um, then, as, as you've said, he said, you know, present, get your focus right again. Yes. By prayer and petition. Yes. Present your requests to God. Yeah. It's, it's just so practical, so practical. Anxiety well, comes from exaggerating the fears of man, the fears of the enemy, the fears of evil, exaggerating it. The root of anxiety is pride. Okay. One, it's worth yes. going to yeah, 1 please. Peter, isn't it? Yeah, please. Verse 5, he says, Be clothed with humility. 1 Peter 5, 5. Yeah. For God resists the proud, yes. but gives grace to the humble. Mm. Therefore, humble yourselves under the... So you access grace through humility. Mm. trusting in God, yeah. humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time, mm. casting all your care on him, mm. for he cares for you. Mm. That's one way in which you humble yourself before yeah. God, is yeah. by casting your care on him. Yeah. And, and what, what Rather it, than holding your cares good. to yourself and your own ability to try and yes. resolve them. And what I've come to see is that when we do that, and anxiety means to be torn in the Greek, you kind of be torn in different directions, mm. We are trying to manage our own lives. We are trying to be in, that's the pride. We're, we're trying to handle everything ourselves. We mm. want to be in charge. And our soul is not designed for that. Yeah. Our soul is meant to be filled with the spirit so that it's, this, our soul is like a contact lens. It's like a membrane. It isn't strong in itself. It, it, it's supported by the spirit, mm. the, the, the grace of God. When our soul tries to do it, it itself it yeah. just starts yeah. crinkling mm. and that that stress and that anxiety is a sign that we're trying to do it ourselves and the, we're not being supported by the grace of god yeah. and so he Good. says the, al the alternative is, is prayer you're either yeah. going to worry yeah. or you're going to pray when you pray you're handing it into god's hands right. you are putting you're humbling yourself mm. Under the Rather hand of than God. being independent spirited. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're putting yourself under the grace of God. You're humbling yourself so that the mighty hand of God can now come upon you mm. and exalt you and give you the grace yeah. to overcome in that situation. Yeah. And, mm. and you know, the prayer, but it's got to be prayer with thanksgiving. Yeah. And, and what I believe, particularly that thanksgiving, is that when you, because you could pray and say, oh God, you know, this situation, mm. da, I, I give it to you, but then you immediately go away and you've, you've kept it to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You, you've kept the charge of it yourself. I've got to sort this out. But when you actually give it to God and you say, God, I give this whole thing to you, mm. I put myself under your authority, 
however you want me to deal with it, I'm trusting you that you're going to lead me. And it fits. And thank yeah. you, yes. right, with thanks, thank you that you've got it now. Yes. Thank you, Lord, I've submitted it to you. You're on the case. Mm. I'm not going to worry about it no. now because you're taking the leadership. You're taking charge, and I'll just do what you tell me to do in this situation, yeah. but I'm not going to worry about it yeah. now. And that's, that you and have that's, to, and yeah. it's hard sometimes. It You've is, got to learn to is. do but that. We're design, you know, we're designed spiritually, and our soul is designed for it to be done in this way. Because the, the contact lens is designed to fit onto the eye and for the yeah. eye and the moisture of the eye to keep that contact lens exactly. functional. Yes. Um, and take, take it out, take our lives out away from God, as you say, it just becomes wrinkled and dysfunctional. And that's why yeah. mental, we oh, talk like about that. mental issues, yeah. our mind is quite fragile. Yes. And, and, and the Absolutely. more we take things on ourselves, the leadership yeah. of our own lives on ourselves, the more the stresses and the strains yeah, come on. That's really good. But if we will learn to cast mm. our care on the Lord mm. and say, thank you, Lord, you've got it. I'm not going to pick it up. I'm, not, mm. I'm going to submit to your leadership now. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're, 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 you know, some people think, well, if I do that, I'm being irresponsible. Yes. But actually what you're saying is, Lord, you take the leadership yeah. and I'll obey you. You show me what to do in this situation. If you tell me to do nothing, I'll do nothing. But if you tell me to do this, Absolutely. I'll do it. Yeah. But he's in charge. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely, and the consequence of that should be that his peace will guard your heart, yeah. and, and you will know that. I mean, yeah. those that have experienced the peace of God, yeah. I have on a couple of occasions, yeah. you know it. It, yeah. it is tangible. Right. It is absolutely yeah. supernatural, right. yes. See, I like that expression, it surpasses understanding. Yeah. Yes. And that, in other words, this peace comes from the Spirit, mm. from the yeah. Holy Spirit, from, yeah. from our spirit. You see what I mean? It's... It comes from a level deeper than your soul. Yes, so John, I just wonder, like, like we did um, with this, the scriptures in chapter 3, I think it's quite, I mean, when you have epic yeah. scriptures, it's worth just reading them again. It is. Sometimes our, our commentary can over, yeah. o overlay, as it were, the actual scriptures. Yes. Verses 6 and 7 of chapter 4. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Mm. Mm. And I, it, it is, it's always good for us to, to say, well, I, I, and I, the novelty, I can't get out of my head of, of, of the contact lens, or even the pride that goes with that contact lens, that, that is a very powerful illustration but we use that to illustrate how not to do it as it were i mean yeah. i i had a big problem with with worry you know being in my mind yeah the paralysis of analysis that's right. been my yes. biggest problem in life mm. and particularly when i was younger mm. and i really had to learn to cast my cares on the lord yeah. and i yeah. realized over time it is essentially because of pride mm. i'm trying to do mm. be in do it myself mm. rather than trusting god and so yeah. One, and I love the way he says, let your request be made known to God. It's almost like you're having to overcome this tendency of the flesh to take it on yourself. And, and you've got to give it to God and say, God, this, this whole problem. Uh, and that's why a lot of pastors, I think, probably don't yeah. last the course because, mm. you know, the worries of, of course. different stuff happening. Um, You've got to give it to God. Mm. You've got to say, Lord, it, it's, it, you know, it, it's your church. Mm. It's ultimately... 
I belong to you. Yeah. I just give this whole thing to you. I know you love me, so if I give it to you, you'll take charge of the situation mm. and you're going to work it out. Wow. But if you don't do that, if you keep hold of it yourself, God has to stand back and say, okay, you want to handle it? Mm. I'll mm. carry on. Yeah. <laughs> See how well you yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's so. right. Yeah, that's really, really good. But um, if you give yeah. it to God, then we're promised that the peace of God, yeah. which surpasses all understanding. By the way, it's always powerful when you share a personal yeah. recipe because that, that adds even more ballast, as it were, to the illustration you gave. Yes. You said that I was there, as it were. Mo Moses said he was the most humble man because he was there. He, he knew where pride was. And yeah, it's, it's the, the Lord can reveal the pride can be in anxiety. The pride can be in false humility. It sounds, how could it be in false humility? It is, if the pride is there. It's a, a root issue. Again, John, I heard you say, about to say something. No, I, I, I'm just thinking how the, the, the test, uh, and, and I'm not suggesting failure if you don't pass the test. That's mm. not what I'm suggesting. Mm. But what I am saying, if you have really passed it on to mm. the Lord, if you have really released it, as mm. Derek is saying, the consequence of that is you will experience this peace of yeah, God. And if, you, if you're not experiencing, it's not because God is punishing you, it's yeah. have you really passed it on? Have you, yeah. have you really let go? Because this is what it's in requiring you to do. Yeah, and this again is trusting him, mm. leaning not on your own understanding. The Lord has just said, do it, so do it. Yeah. And he has the solution. Yeah. The sign you've done that is that your prayer ends with thanksgiving. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. yes. So yes. It's good. not just a moan, but it, yes, yes, you might want to explain yeah. the problems of yeah. the Lord, but he, he knows yeah. it anyway. Yeah. But can you finish and say, thank you, Lord? Yes. That's right. My, cha my prayer has changed things. I have put yeah. it in your hands, and you are now yeah. taking charge of this, yeah. and you're going to do something wonderful yeah. out of this. Yeah. If there's th a note of thanksgiving, yeah. then that's a sign now that, yeah. that you really have submitted it to the Lord. And then I love the fact that the peace that passes understanding. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's deeper than the soul. Yes. It's coming from the spirit. Yeah. It's God's yeah. peace, Wonderful. God's yeah. life, filling your soul, taking yeah. all the crinkles out, yeah. filling you with that peace and assurance yeah. that all is well, and it protects you now from all the negative thoughts. Praise the Lord. That's, uh, and rejoice in the Lord always. So Paul just gives this, this big picture, rejoice in the Lord always, yes. then, then actually unwraps it into yes. don't be anxious about anything, but then comes back to yes. rejoice with thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, we talked about how your mind and your heart can be drawn down with anxiety, but actually the peace of God will guard your hearts, G-U-A-R-D, and hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And we'll see you next week. Enjoy your week and rejoice in the Lord. Mm -hmm.